0: However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. We all know that we need to forgive people. That's the theory. But let's now put the shoe on the other foot and talk about God's forgiveness. Does He really need to forgive us? I mean, really? I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as we take a look at this whole forgiveness thing from a different perspective. And please do stay tuned, because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about our free daily devotional, Fresh, to help you live your life more and more as an act of worship to God. Forgiveness is one of those fluffy words that quite often we pay very little attention to. But when you think about it, it's pretty obvious that without forgiveness... We can't have effective relationships. Without forgiveness on a daily basis between husband and wife, a marriage falls apart, and they do in epidemic proportions. Without forgiving our work colleagues for their shortcomings and failures, workplaces become a seething bed of politics and strife. And you know, they are. We can't do anything really effective in a relationship where there's resentment and strife. Forgiveness is the first and only real step towards really dealing with issues. What about God? I mean, if God's God, why is forgiveness such a big deal for him? Surely none of us is really that bad. For me, this whole issue of God forgiving us is one of the toughest issues I've ever had to get my mind around. Now, I'm the first to admit I have faults and mistakes, absolutely. And you can too. I mean, we all say none of us is perfect. But if there is a God, if God is God, all-powerful, all-loving... Why doesn't he just look at me and say, Well, there's a guy who's trying to live a good life. Ah, he's not perfect. But hey, who is? He's in. Heaven, eternal life. This guy is trying to live a good life. He's good enough. Have you ever wondered that? I mean, come on, God. If you make the rules, if you can do whatever you want, why don't you just accept me for who I am? And yet, we turn around and we watch the evening news. You know, the latest drunk driver who's killed a young kid the latest sex abuse scandal, the latest corporate executive who's taken a short-term unauthorised loan and neglected to pay it back. And something rises up inside us. You know, they should be punished. That drunk driver who walked out of the pub and got in his car and ran over that kid, he deserves to be locked up for life. That's our reaction, isn't it? On the one hand, we all have an inbuilt innate sense of justice when it comes to other people. (laughs) On the other hand, when it comes to us, to you and me... We want to rationalize our mistakes, explain away our selfishness, ignore some of the destruction that's left in our wake. I remember thinking, well, that's all well and good. I'm not a drink driver who's killed a kid. I'm not a murderer or a rapist. I'm not any of those things, so why should God have to forgive me? I'm just human. Hmm. But imagine. imagine if his standard is one of perfect love. A love that never fails. a love that never stops searching for us, caring for us? What if this God has a love so high, so wide, so deep for us that we can never fathom it? Just imagine you go outside at night, away from the smog and the light of a city, and you look up at the sky, and you see all the stars of heaven laid out above, and God says to you, compared to the vastness of the universe that I've created for you, You are so much more important. Those things are just a drop in the ocean in my heart. I love you. I love you with a perfect love. Imagine if that's the standard that God applies. Now let's apply the same innate sense of justice that we feel when we're watching the evening news set against this standard of perfect love. And anything short of that perfect love, well, It just falls short in this deep and mighty Father heart of God. There are two things. There is love and there is justice. Both need to be satisfied. It's in our nature. So why wouldn't it be in God's nature? If we really, truly love someone, we won't sweep their selfishness, their failures, their rejections, their alienations, their addictions, their anger, their resentment, their hatred. We won't sweep those things under the carpet. If we really, really love someone, we'll do whatever it costs. You know, when we look at God and we say, well, why doesn't God just accept me the way I am? Why doesn't he just accept me and give me eternal life and say, hey, this person is human? When we look at God like that, we're judging God by the wrong standard. We really need to judge God, if I can use that term, by the standard of his perfect love. A love so great that he would send his son, Jesus Christ, the most valuable person in his life, and allow him to be beaten, to be spat on, to be abused, to be nailed to a cross, to die for you and me. God is a just God, and justice needs to be satisfied. But God is a God of grace, a God of love. And when he looks at you, when he looks at me, his heart just overflows with love. He he just, there's no words. There are no words to describe this. And so he sent Jesus, his son, to die on a cross for me so that he can look at me, he can look at you and say, there is a person who has placed their faith in my son. There is a person who has said, I fall short of the glory of God. I fall short of God's standard of perfect love. Nothing I can ever do will ever bring me up to that standard. And I know that God has to judge by the standard of perfect love. And so what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to look at this Jesus who died for me on the cross and I'm going to place my faith in him. (laughs) What the world says is, Hey, I'm beautiful. You know, hey, I've got some mistakes, but go out there and enjoy life. Do what feels good. That's fine until you look at Jesus hanging on the cross. That's fine until you encounter a love so tender, so beautiful, so high, so wide, so deep that we just can't fathom it. And as we walk through that love, as we look at God, as we look at the pain that Jesus suffered for us on the cross we can do nothing except come to the realisation that we fall short of that love. Jesus went to the cross. God sent his son to die on a cross for you and me, knowing full well that when you and I came into this world, we'd reject that perfect love on a daily basis. While we were still out there rejecting him, in a sense, Christ died for us. Sin is such an old-fashioned word. We talk about low self-esteem. We talk about selfishness or poor choices or whatever term we use. We fall short of that perfect love. A love so great that it's not in the business of sweeping those things under the carpet. It's a love so great that it's in the business of dealing with our failures to set us free, to live a life eternal, free from those things. We need to call those things in our life exactly what they are. Wherever we are, whatever our circumstances, whether we've never believed in Jesus or whether have been walking in faith with Him for 50 years, let's call sin sin. Let's name it and let's judge it by the perfect love that God has for us. And then let's say, hey, I can't please God because I know that I have sin in my bones. But what I can do is look at this Jesus hanging on a cross for me and say, Father, I believe in this Jesus. I accept this Jesus, as my Saviour. And I want to experience and taste the perfect love that you have for me today, tomorrow, next week, forever. We love sharing the Gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with Jesus. So before we go, I'd like to tell you about a free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to Him. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free, delivered right to your inbox each and every day, where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. Completely up to you. It's God's Word, Fresh, for you Each day, To receive your free e-devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh e-devotional sign-up waiting right there for you. And as a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to that website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org.